Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am your host. Today's episode is about transparency. I want to introduce my guest, my special guest today, Jason, the Sin God. Are you there? What's up, man? What's up, my brother? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm looking good, feeling good, smelling good. Hey! <laughs> is it safe to say that, well, I tell you what, we're going to get into these questions right now, but tell the people a little bit about Jason, the Sin God, where you're from, and you know, about your flavor, neighbor. Man, well, I was I was born in the Midwest. I was born in Illinois, but I moved to Alabama in like a rural town when I was uh when I was like nine or ten and uh it was a huge transition for me you know it was like a culture shock really and I stayed down there for 15 years and I kind of I kind of struggled the whole time I was down there but my music and everything is what kind of pulled me through and kind of kind of helped me see the light through those dark times that I was going through okay and then uh in 2017, I just decided, you know, I was like, I was in my early 20s and I was like, you know, I'm not really going to, I'm not really going to find what I'm looking for out here. And I had, I was networking with some people on the internet that lived in the Bay. So I moved out to Oakland and just got gamed way up. <laughs> and then I met this company from Detroit when I had eventually left the Bay and now I'm rocking with them super heavy and just uh, trying to trying to stay on my grind lately these days on the on the social media shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've been focusing most of my time on lately. I've been seeing you. I've, I've been checking your uh, your gram out. Let the people know where to find you on on the gram. It's uh PPL Hate Jason. Make sure you follow that ASAP because I do got a, a block against my account and it might get disabled. I'm gonna make a new one. I'm gonna follow the community guidelines this time so I don't get booted up off there. <laughs> That's what's up. I appreciate your transparency. Yeah, because I didn't even I didn't even know at first like how for one thing I didn't realize how important it was. Oh yeah. And that I ne needed to protect my my social media accounts by by being educated about what you need to do to be successful on there. And by the time I started getting hip, it was already too late, you know. So hmm. okay. Do, doing what I can with it now. <laughs> That's what's up. Let's talk about the that a little bit because you're going into what we're going to be talking about today which is transparency and it sounds like uh and you and i we've been hanging out and, and talking for a while over the phone and whatnot and ladies and gentlemen again we got jason the sin god in the building today on living your truth with tavars this is a very special interview because jason and i met online through clubhouse we'll get into that later on in the interview but jason and i connected um on an energetic level and he's been very transparent with me. Um, we don't know each other from a can of paint, but the vibe is strong. It's genuine. You know what I'm saying? And we connect. So let's talk about that right now where you are. So you're learning how to follow the guidelines on social media. Why is that? Well, because it's a free form of marketing that artists didn't have access to for a very long time. And, you know, the internet, it's been around for a while, but I, even though it's like taken over the way that we live our lives, a lot of people don't understand how serious it is, you know? And I was one of those people, especially being from a small town, I wasn't 
I wasn't in a group of friends where I was learning things about the way of the world, especially the industry I was trying to be in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I lived in a place where people are very small minded, closed minded. So once I started realizing that, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to either be creative and, and be smart. You know what I'm saying? How they say work smart, not hard. That's right. Or you got to have a lot of bread and a lot of connections. And, you know, for it's, it's like people complain a lot about how the world is right now, but in all reality, it's better than it's ever been. And it's easier for independent people and creative people to get their shit off the ground, you know, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. And it's, I just realized it was that important at first, you know, I'm Jason, the sin God. I don't, I don't really give a fuck about what anybody thinks about me. So at first I was just on social media, kind of representing that kind of state of mind. And and then I realized that was holding me back, Mm. you know, like, I've already I've already proved it, you know. People already know they get the point in my music. <laughs> I don't have to show my ass on social media. People want to see you add value. And that's that's all Instagram and all these people want you to do. They want you to add value to each other and actually use their platform to say something real. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Okay. I like that. So my first question. And you damn near answered it, but I'm going to ask it anyway for the people. And if you're just now tuning in, we got Jason the Sin God. I am Tavares. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. And today's episode is about transparency. And Jason is definitely doing that. That's one reason I really feel like we connected as well as we did. The first question, Jason, is how is living your truth helping you? Well, I mean, that's that's you got to let me think about that one for a second. Um well, because if you're if you are not real with yourself and you don't believe your own bullshit, nobody else is going to either. And like as long as you ain't keeping it real with yourself and everybody around you, that is going to 100% attract the people that you don't want. Mm-hmm. And the the situations and the things that you don't want and the more time you spend on something, the more it elevates. So if you spend time every day doing what you're supposed to do, you're going to get better at that and you're going to get to your destination quicker. If you're spending your time joking around and bullshitting around and trying to portray some sort of image or trying to follow what, what somebody else is doing that you think is going to work for you, that's going to, that's going to elevate and get, you're going to get better at being work at being bad Mm. and being around bad situations and bad people and then once you realize that all you had to do was keep it real and you could have got what you wanted, it's going to be too fucking late. And that shit is serious as hell. That ain't no joke. I love how you put that, my brother. That's a, that, that's, you put that very clear, very simple, very direct. So, somebody told me the other day that their doctor told them that basically every human, every human, every healthy, like, you know, every, every health, every, every baby that's born like average health is basically already like set up with only so many heartbeats. Mm. And once, once, once that shit expires, it's over with for you. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? So ever, ever oh. since I heard that, it's been really making me think lately. Like, you know what stresses people out the most when they don't, when they don't realize it is they're not doing what they want to do. Ah. They're not living their truth. They're not doing what they need to do. And they're stressed out. They have all this pressure 
and that that's a killer of dreams. It's a killer of life. You gotta you gotta take this shit serious and show respect to grandfather time, you know, and keep it real with yourself because you only got got one time. Wow, great answer, great response, my brother. Appreciate that. Jason definitely is bringing the transparency vibes again. That's how we. I feel like we kind of connected on, on that level since we've been connected. We've always just stayed in that space and we've continued to grow in that space. And that's what living your truth is about. A lot of what you just said, being real with yourself, because I believe it starts there. The best way for us to help people is to share our stories. That's just my opinion, but I truly believe that it does work. Jason has been so gracious enough to share his story with me on several conversations and, and they always go length, but there's always great substance and depth. Which brings me to my next question. Being that you have shown yourself on social media to not care about much. And I like how you put that earlier. It's like people get the point. Stop showing your ass. I love how you put that. And then, of course, I love yeah, tell them, show them how much you don't give a fuck with your music. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's if I got something to say, like something to express i'm mm. gonna do it with my music you know what i'm saying and then as far as as far as social media goes like you just want to post some really good pictures some really good videos have the highest quality that you can stay up to date with what the algorithm is and just funnel people to to that music hmm. okay so how has living your truth held you back and you kind of touched on this but for anyone just now tuning in we're talking about transparency. You are on with Tavares and Jason the Sin God. This is Living Your Truth. So how has Living Your Truth held you back? Um honestly, I don't I don't even I don't really even know how to answer that question. Um because really the more I feel like the more I live my truth, the further it takes me. Ah, I like the response. I like the response. Remember, this is your truth, so no one's here to contest it. No one's here to argue it. That's why I'm trying to think of an example. Um, like, like for example, if you're on Instagram, uh-huh. if I'm on Instagram, okay, right, and fans are leaving comments, mm-hmm. and you're looking at what other people are doing on bigger accounts or whatever, they might not answer their fans. You got to live your truth and realize that those big accounts, they don't got to follow that al- algorithm. And they're they're them people probably even on their Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. So you gotta you gotta humble it. You gotta like dial yourself down a couple notches and realize that you gotta put in the put in the work and keep it real and live your truth until you get to that level where you don't have time to do the little stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So if you interact with a fan, that's gonna make that fan wanna come back and give you more engagement. But if you just don't answer them and you don't fuck with them because you're trying to make it look like you're this big this big shot you know what i'm saying then it's not it's it's gonna hold you back there you go i like the answer i think um you make a pretty good point though because i feel like now a lot of individuals who have like say over you know several million or whatever i feel like um it's now becoming a thing for them to respond to people Kind of, well, not so much in real time, but just to respond, because I think people are trying to feel or have more of a real human connection on social media. For example, you have celebrities who respond to celebrities on Twitter, right? It's not, yep. it's not often where you see a celebrity respond to, you know, a regular 
pedestrian on the gram or Twitter or even Facebook for that matter. So I do think that there is a shift going on where I think celebrities are now starting to see the value in what you just You're not lying. Yeah. And then not only that, but I feel like content is becoming more like a big reality show Mm -hmm. rather, rather than people trying to play these characters. Like back in the day when you were famous, that was like a big fucking deal. Yep. You're right. You know, and it's not like that anymore. And that's what I'm saying. If you want to walk around and act like it is, you're going to have everybody else looking at you like this motherfucker think he's somebody special because he's famous. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's famous. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So, hey, OK. I like so it. back in the day, you still could you still could uh, preserve that mystery and that and yeah. that, you know, that that act that you were trying to do on stage. But nowadays, people ain't buying that shit, dude. They want you to. Tell them how you're really living. You know what I'm saying? You're they saying all this be- stuff in your music. They want to know what what's going on behind the scenes and if that's if that's for real you or if somebody else is writing that shit for you and telling you how to act on the camera. They want transparency. You just nailed it again. By the way, if you're just tuning in, that's what we're talking about today, transparency and how valuable it is becoming because Jason just nailed it. People definitely want to feel like they're connecting with you. They don't want to be put on by the facade. They don't want the mask. They don't want the gimmicks, the games. They want to know that, yeah, that's you posting that. That's you really writing those captions down there. And Jason, why do you think that is? Like outside of just, you know, people being transparent, obviously, um, do you think it's because people genuinely want to, you know, connect? I think, yeah, I think people are getting smarter because of, the internet and the way that it is like, I know for a fact, like you said, you already said, you know, we met on clubhouse. This is my experience with, with clubhouse. This is how I noticed that the internet was like fucking helping me. When I got on clubhouse, dude, I got so good at my pitch. Mm -hmm. I got, I got so good at like, I, I eliminated any, every ounce of nervousness that I ever had around new people and telling them where I'm from and what I got going on and how I believe in my ideas on clubhouse. I really learned how to just let it rip. And, nice. and so I think the internet just in general, all these apps and these platforms and all these, all this access that we have, it's opened people up in a way where they're like, okay, dude, you like, you want to be glorified as this famous guy. Like, for example, if you're a rapper and you're talking all this shit, what are you doing in your day to day? Because if you're sitting on your ass eating potato chips all day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People don't want to look up to you. They want to see somebody that's behind the scenes, fucking motivated, working out. That's yeah. the type of content yep. people want. People just don't want you to get on the song and tell you, talk about how your shit don't stink no more. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yep. not all about that. They want to be motivated, dude. And then like this COVID shit, how everybody's been locked in the house. Motherfuckers are depressed. They don't give a fuck about how fancy your lifestyle is. They want to hear you say something that's going to help them. Nice. Very well put. And if you're just now tuning in, y'all know already on Living Your Truth with Tavares, I do not censor anybody. So you will be hearing some things today that you normally wouldn't hear, but I have a special guest here. And that special guest has a truth that is to be told and that we will support. So just so that everybody understands, you're going to hear some F-bombs and this and that and the other thing. 
I don't censor here. That's why I put this together. This is a safe space. I want everyone and anyone to come into this space and be the best versions of themselves. We want to include people, not exclude people. You guys know what it is with me. It's all love over here. We're back with Jason the Sin God. So, dude, your answers are spot on. And again, you and I have had many conversations and they're always full of depth and substance which I'm so excited to ask you this next question because I know you're about to go in on it. How do you actively stay present and live in your truth currently? I'll tell you right off the top, man. Um, you know, I'm 29. My birthday just passed. And as I get older, I feel like I get better. And okay. one thing that I've realized with that age is one of the most valuable things that can help me stay grounded and and help me, uh, you know, help me to help me to stay on the right path is the people that I talk to, the things that I spend my time on, you know, like, yes, I used to spend me and you, we talk on the phone for two hours. Yep. I used to spend the same amount of time talking to nobody's about nothing. And I'm not trying to diss nobody or nothing like that. But at the same time, I don't care how you feel because, like I said, dude, we only got so many heartbeats, player. So I'm not trying to waste my breath saying too many things twice. You know what I'm saying? Or talking to somebody that's not growing or offering the same, like, like, uh, like you, like you told me the other day on the phone. If somebody's not mirroring that energy. If it's not a reflection of myself when I'm talking to that person, then I cut it off. And I got so good. At cutting people off, I don't, I, dude, I used to be kind of afraid of like confrontation and now mm -hmm. I look forward to it because <laughs> I know that I don't have any ill intentions. So I can't wait for you to try to call me out on my bullshit and tell me, tell me that I'm wrong for trying to do better for myself because that means you are a hater and you just expose yourself and I just, you know, to stay grounded and stay on my path and continue to live my truth to make sure I'm really doing it. I can't be around nobody that ain't living their truth. Ooh, yes. And don't want to see me live mine. Ooh. They want me to be scared to live mine or whatever. Yes. There's a whole lot of people like that that tell yep. you, man, you don't really want to do that. What are people yep. going to think? Yeah. Well, you don't know what, what the fuck I'm thinking. You don't, you don't even, you're not listening. Tell it. Tell it, Jay. You know, and if you and if you allow that type of stuff to happen in your life, dude, you might as well just go, just go do, just, just give up. You know what? I love what you just said. And you're right. There are a lot of people, my brother, a lot of people who are afraid to live their truth because they're more concerned with what other people will think in the truth. Because people are so shitty, man. And that's why I'm so aggressive. With the way that I am, because if I'm going to have people follow me and look up to me, I want to let them know, look, look how I just did this or look how I just did that. I didn't let that hold me back. That guy said that about me and I totally crushed his ass. And that did, I, that, and he used to be my friend. I didn't let it hurt my feelings. It is what it is. And then people can uh, learn by my example. You know what I'm saying? Because I used yeah. to be that person that was scared, bro. I'm from Alabama where they don't want to see what I'm doing happened down there at all. I was from Chicago where I was the only white kid on my football team and in my class. And then I got moved to this wow. place with a bunch of white people that probably never even seen somebody that was a different race, you know? And so I was down, I was all about hip hop. I was writing like not just music, but I, w I won an author's competition and everything when I was nine years old. So I was always just into 
okay. language. You know what I'm saying? That's what's and, up. And trying to express what I always wanted to say. And I was always a hyperactive-ass kid. And hip-hop was, like, getting super, super. It was, like, it was ruling the world, dude. Like, Eminem was coming out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I remember. And yeah. it just, that shit fired me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Definitely. seeing somebody that was white, that was that was different, that nobody wanted to see win, win that fucking hard. I was like, dude. Literally, <laughs> I remember in the fourth grade when I moved to Alabama, I quit doing all my, like, I had, like, a breakdown, basically. Like, I just bucked on everybody, and I was like, I'm not doing none of this schoolwork shit no more. I don't like it here. I don't like the, I don't, I'm not comfortable with what's going on, so I'm just about to shut down. And then people would try to talk to me, like, what are you going to do, you know, with your life? You Like, you got to have an education. You got you to gotta listen to the rules. And I was like, dude, I'm going to be a rapper, and rappers do whatever the fuck they want. When people tell them they can't do something, they do it 10 times harder and they ball out. And everybody thought I was crazy because I was so young. They were like, dude, you're going to you're going to have a really hard life if you don't realize that you have to listen to adults and you have to. It doesn't matter where you're at. This is where you are. You can't leave. And I was like, I'm basically going to buck on y'all until I can leave. And that's exactly what I did, dude, until (laughs) I was in my 20s, bro. (laughs) Let's talk about that real quick. You mentioned about being in Chicago, the only white kid in class. Now, if you're just now tuning in, we are on with Jason the Sin God. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. And today's episode is on transparency. And I really like this topic very, very, very much because I feel like it reveals um, or it pulls back or peels back, however you want to put that, the layers of who we are. Let's talk about that, Jason, real quick. Being the only white kid in an all-black classroom, what did that feel like for you? Well, I mean, it's 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 fucking scary, dude. When you're the only the only person that looks the way you do or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And I lived in a area where people weren't very nice, no matter what color they were. Mm. So so I I played on uh but I didn't let that like keep me in the house or nothing. I just would notice weird stuff here and there, like why did I get treated like that just then? You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I didn't let that stop me from still coming outside. You know what I mean? And I played on this football team called the Spartans and there was one other white kid and his parents pulled him out because, you know, they wasn't they wasn't with it. <laughs> but <laughs> I get but, it. Yeah, you're good. But I stayed, I stayed, you know, and I played and I remember there was this one kid and he would always like just harass the shit out of me, dude. And one day I got dropped off at the field early and there was nobody there but the one kid. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. And he smacked me in my ears so hard that like it hurt so bad, dude. And I could not hear. And I didn't know what to do because I didn't have no I didn't want to fight the kid. I wasn't mad at him. I didn't know why this was happening. And he told me over and over again, he was like, say it right now. Say you wish you was a you know what. Yeah. And I was and I was like, I was just so confused and so hurt. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know, and I was like, no, I'm definitely not saying that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already whooping my ass. Like, I don't know why. (laughs) And so I told my uh, stepdad later on what happened. And he got so pissed. And he was like, dude, you can't grow up around here and be passive like that, dude. He was like, check this out. And my dad, my stepdad was the, one of the assistant coaches. He oh. became one of the assistant coaches. Yeah. So 
So he said to me, he said, the next time somebody says something to you or does something to you and you act passive like that, I'm going to make you run laps until your legs fall off. Mm. And I really didn't want to do that because it was a big field. So I was like, fuck <laughs> it. The next time somebody picks on me, I'm going to buck on their ass just like they do. I'm going to act just like they do right back. And and I mean, we'll just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? I got no yeah. other choice. And, dude, I just, like, let my anger take control of me on the line. This kid didn't even do anything to me, but it was the kid that was always fucking with me. And it was like, you know, one of them scrimmage, uh, like, uh, practices where it's yep. just one guy, one mm-hmm. guy? Yeah. Well, I just started screaming, and the dude was looking at me like, what the hell? And he was supposed to be tackling me. And he turned around and started running away, like, what the hell is wrong with this white boy? And I hawked his ass down, I tackled him, and I took his helmet off, and I punched him in the face a few times. And everybody was like, oh, what the fuck? And then my stepdad came over there and said, good job. Now go run them fucking laps. Oh, wow. So you still had to run the laps. Yep, because he couldn't fucking be soft on me just because I was his kid. That's true. Back. So I ran the laps, and everybody respected me from that day on. The coaches, the, the, the kids. Everybody called me white boy. They put it on the back of my jersey, and it was I was cool ever since. But then I like got super turned up, and I just started like I don't remember a whole lot of the stuff that my mom would tell me that I would do. Like apparently I just like some days I'd do great in class, and some days I would just literally get up out my seat and walk around the school, and like I would start fights with people and all kind of shit after that. And it was like I'm saying, my mom worked a lot of hours, and uh. My dad and her split or whatever, my stepdad, I don't really remember him being around that much either, but I was spending a lot of time on my own in this trailer park that we lived in, and I would just hang out with whoever was around, dude, all these older people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you're saying, definitely. Yeah, so it got, it kind of, it kind of uh, gave me this negative mindset in a way, and just made me very rebellious, and I wanted that acceptance and that, like, that 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 honor and that respect from my peers more than I wanted it from my parents. You know what I'm saying? So I got kicked out of every school in the district, and that's why I had to move to Alabama. Wow, you have a very colorful story, and I appreciate and respect your transparency right now. It is wow. It's it's I'm blown away, but I just I think what I also enjoy about you, and if I haven't told you, I'm about to tell you right now, is Listening to you talk, you're very descriptive. I've listened to your music. Jason got bars. He spits, you guys. I'm letting everybody know right now. He got bars. Um, I've listened to your work. He has his own look, everybody. Real talk. When you go to his gram, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, and I, I completely embrace and enjoy what you're doing. You have a new song out called Forget. Now, this particular body of work, and we talked a little bit the other day, and you went into it a little bit, and you talked about how, you know, you feel like you're going through an evolution now because even your music is sounding different. Let's go into that a little bit more because that song, Forget, look, I like your catalog. I like the mixtapes. The process for is out right now. We'll go into that a little bit later as well. But Forget is definitely, when I played it, I wasn't expecting that. So how did you arrive at that space? Man, well, it's just like I was saying, like, and I have these phases, but, well, I've had these phases, but I feel like now hindsight is twenty twenty. you feel me? So I'm really looking back, like, 
okay, I was right during this time. I was on to something. And it was because this was who I was around and this was happening. My mind was right. And then this happened and then it fucked me up. And then I started doing all this bullshit, drinking heavy or whatever it was or hanging out, you know, and not mm -hmm. focusing on my shit mm -hmm. and just, you know, losing sense of who I am and what I want to do in this life. You know, it, it just happens. But now looking back, I realize, you know, when I'm in those modes where I'm writing songs like I can't love and I'm writing songs like forget that is uh, me being vulnerable and empowered at the same time. Nice. You know, you know what I'm saying. You feel me? I feel you on that. I like how you put that. That's you, because that's what life is. That's what Jason the Sin God is. I'm not saying I'm the God of Sin. I'm the master of all these evil things. I'm saying that you got to go through the sin to get to the God. That's how life is. It's the <laughs> yin yang. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's the negative positive balance, and that's what the 43 the code is. We can get in that into that a little bit later, but. You know, I wrote that whole I wrote that whole thing because I realized that we all live in sin, especially when you're super angry or super traumatized or whatever it is. And you have to have some sort of reminder if the traditional tactics ain't working for you. And so I kind of did it in a hip hop way. But just to go back to your question and answer it a little better, um, it just it just comes to that point, man, where I have like this super high hyperactive energy and i write like a hundred aggressive songs you know what i'm saying i'll mm -hmm. do a bunch of like gangster ass shit on a mixtape mm -hmm. and then and then i it's like i have that crash ah I it's like i have this crash. super high highs yep. it's like i'm I'm, mm -hmm. I'm really i'm really manic sometimes and so it's like i have but i love it because it's just that's how life is and it can't be all you know you're smashing on somebody all the time and it can't be you're sad all the time either. And it can't be, you feel good all the time. And that's oh, basically what we right. were talking about earlier about the, about the social media stuff, man. If you're on there capping, like your life is good. It don't matter who you are, bro. People don't want to see you capping like that. Even if you're the richest, most successful guy that everybody knows, even Jay-Z comes out and says the truths about life and in the, in the, in the, in the suffering that he had to go through. You know what? Because again, we all have a story and we have all faced, whether it be success or failure, uh, we've all had to either face maybe, uh, maybe we had to not pay the car note because we had to pay the PG&E bill, or maybe we could only get one loaf of bread because we had to pay for some gas. To Dude, get I'm going through it right now, bro. I got a brand new Cadillac that I almost got paid off. But it sat for a while, so, you know, them rubber gaskets, they ain't going to last forever. And it's not an expensive job, you know, but I'm, I'm fucking skipping out on that and still making the payments on it so I can continue to travel around and do the stuff with my music that I need to do right now. I'm about to chill. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to tend all my priorities, like, right now. But for I do that shit all the time, dude. I appreciate your transparency, my brother, because that is what we're talking about today. We are on with Jason the Sin God. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. And I just have to applaud you, my man, because not only are you being vulnerable now, but I feel like, you know, every time we talk, there's always this, we just connect on a dope ass level. And I feel like the, a lot of what you describe and a lot of what you share I absolutely relate to. Um, 
And I hope people are listening because it doesn't matter whether you're black or white or purple or green. We're, we are all energy. When you break human beings down, all the way down, we are energy, we're atoms. That's what we are. And so light reflects light. And so Jason has been just so kind enough to come on the show and be so transparent, so open. And like I said, living your truth is about that. It's about peeling back the layers. Some people are not always ready to live their truth. They run from it. They are petrified of living their truth simply because they are uncomfortable in their own skin. Hopefully by listening to this show or coming on the show as a guest, everyone will feel empowered or get to a place where they want to share the truth. My next question for you, Jason, is, and again, you have great answers. So I'm looking forward to asking you this question as well. How do you believe living your truth can help others? All right. I was literally just about to, uh, I was going to add on to what you were saying right there before you asked that question, but I can kind of put it all together. Um, it, it helps others because when they see somebody be vulnerable, they, they receive information that they've never heard before because everybody is walking around being fake. So mm. They, mm. They, they feel like there ain't no answers for their problems because when they go to somebody, people want to act like they can't relate because they don't want to admit they're going through some shit or they, that they've been through some shit or that they're not the strongest person or, or whatever it is. So when somebody sees me be vulnerable, especially somebody that looks like me, somebody mm -hmm. that looks and acts like they don't give a fucking shit about nobody else. That might be what it seems like yep. when you really put it under a microscope and listen to the music and hear me be vulnerable or hear me on an interview like this. It will empower other people because they're like, damn, dude, look, look, this guy saying that being vulnerable and living his truth got him all this stuff that he wanted. So it's time for me to cut the bullshit and cut yep. these fake ass people off that are enabling me to live these lies alongside them and I'm going to attract people like Jason the Sin God and Tavares in my circle and I'm about to crush this shit. Nice. That's what's up. And look, you know, with you living your truth, just so that people understand, I mean, and you have quite a story, give people a little bit about what Jason the Sin God has had to endure. Just give him a little bit of what you had to endure on the way to living your truth, because it is a state of evolution, right? It's a constant state of evolution. But what have you had to go through? Because we can't go around it, right? We can't go above it. We can't go under it. We have to go through it. So what have you had to go through in order to be here today? Well, first of all, when you're, when you're, when you're new in the shit, what did I say on the one song, dude? I said, I, I used to think, Oh, what did, what did I say? I said I used to think I was I used to think I was deep in it at the start of it. Mm. So when you're when you're just at the start of the Dunning Kruger effect, man. If anybody doesn't know what that is, you need to go Google that ASAP. But um at first you think you know everything because you got to have you get you're gung ho about your goals, you know what I'm saying? Or, or whatever. For sure. Talent that you yeah. have. And you, I, you know, thought that in order to get what I wanted, I had to like make a certain person happy or something. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So 
because I because I've worked with so many groups of people that are trying to start a quote unquote record label or they just have a studio or something and they act like y'all really hit it off. You know what I'm saying? But really, Mm -hmm. they might not. They're not living their truth and you're not living your truth. So the shit don't work out and you both end up with nothing. And I've 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 have experienced that so many times I can't even tell you and not just in a musical way just like I've had people that just they act like they're my homie and they take all this time from me talking to me and just being around me you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. and and I think it's somebody that really sees what I really wanted what I'm really going for and then it turns out that Maybe I wasn't living my truth, and that's why that person was around me because they thought that they were they thought something else was going on. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I like that. That's a good point. So you're saying that by not I, living, out I attracted truth, the wrong people. You go, yep. A lot of times for not just keeping it a buck with myself. And the thing about when you don't live your truth, even people who are who are fake, they can see that you're fake. You might not even see that they're uh-huh. fake. At that point, but everybody sees a little characteristic or a little, just a little bit of that truth shining through because you can't hide who you are, especially with the Internet. Your past is going to get brought up, buddy. (laughs) And you're right. That is so true, because we all have a backstory and, and we all put things out there on the web. And I've always said it. If you don't want certain things out there on the web, then you may want to check how you're representing and you're right. But even the fake people who try to put up the facades on their social media is like everything is all, you know, tiptoeing through the tulips. That will break down. I'm a firm believer of that. I think the facade, the, the facade will eventually crack eventually because it's very difficult for any of us. I believe at our core, I believe it's not only hard to fake who you are truly, but I also believe that it takes a lot more energy to fake it. it oh, takes- dude, it's so exhausting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like holding a grudge. It takes a lot of energy to maintain a grudge. You know what it's like, Tavares? It's like working a job you don't like. Yep. That's what it's like. It's like, I don't really like this type of music or those types of people, mm-hmm. but, but... And even though I think in my head I'm going to be this guy that makes this millions of dollars one day and they're only making a couple hundred dollars, Mm -hmm. they are making a couple hundred dollars. And maybe that would make me feel good about myself if I could make a little bit of profit off what I'm doing. So I'm going to go over there and I'm going to put that uniform on for a while and I'm going to make that sound for a while. And I'm going to tell this guy I think he's dope, even though I think he's whack as fuck. <laughs> and, and that's going to get me where, where I need to be for right now. And then it just it just causes so many problems, dude. It's not worth it. It's not, you know, it's just living it's your truth to make it where you, you're basically setting the trend, dude. Nice. I like the response right there, my brother. Because everybody's unique. You know what I'm saying? So if you just live your truth, there's literally nothing... nobody else that can copy exactly how you are. And that, you see, you just touched on something that I think is so important for people to really connect to or attach themselves to. You know, being yourself is so valuable, but people also don't want to feel vulnerable. They're afraid to feel vulnerable. And again, that is going to differ person to person, et cetera. 
but this is why, again, I created the podcast. This is why I created this space because I want everyone to feel empowered when it comes to telling their truth. I want everyone to be able to look at themselves in the mirror and embrace the reflection that's looking back at them. I don't want you to look in the mirror and be looking down away from yourself. What sense does that make? That makes right. no sense at all. And if that's happening to you or if it's happened to anyone listening right now, look, I've been there too. When you, when we are not living our truth, when I was not living my truth, and again, this is a consistent thing. Like I'm not cured by any means. This is a daily activity, not even activity. This is a day-to-day -day effort and a valiant effort for me to be in this space because I love where I'm at. But if you're having a trouble, if you're having trouble looking at yourself in the mirror and you find yourself looking away from yourself, that is your soul. Your soul is trying to get your attention. Or if you feel like you're not getting the respect that you deserve or the results that you deserve, it's because there's something that you are not doing that you know you need to be doing. And you're either right. scared of it or you got you're just in a situation that's got your head messed up. Correct. You are spot on, my brother. That is so true. You know, look, I've been afraid of many things. And for anyone listening, look, if you're afraid of living your truth, that's okay. That's a part of the process. What we want you to do is get to the place where you're ready to confront yourself. Remember, living your truth is also about loving yourself. And I mean loving yourself as you are making no apologies for who you are we all have messed up we all have a backstory we've all done the wrong thing at times and some of us probably regret some of those things i don't want anyone to allow those things to continue to hold you down or hold you back jason have you felt like that before i was literally just about to just about to butt in and tell you this man <laughs> Go um um so, oh, I got up and walked away, and it, oh man, I, I fucking forgot what I was gonna say. Um, take your time, brother. You good? Ah, uh, what? What was you just saying? Say some of that stuff. I was again. talking about how a lot of folks are afraid to face themselves and their truth because they're more concerned about what either people will think, and they don't want to be vulnerable. Okay, like, this is what I was gonna say. My experience with that is like this. You got to catch that shit immediately because, yep, like I said earlier, things elevate and they grow and they get worse. And sometimes <laughs> when I start feeling bad, you know what it makes me act like, how I behave? It makes me like, you know what? Things are bad now, so fuck it. I'm just going to let it get worse. I'm about to just <laughs> thug it hard as fuck. I'm about to do that one thing that I know is real big and risky that I'm trying to stop doing, but... I've done it a hundred times and I'm, I'm going to do it again this time because I'm in a bad mood and shit ain't going my way. And then it might, you might make a decision that you won't be able to, to get out of, you know what I'm saying? Like that bad is like a demon that possesses you, that vulnerability, yep. that, 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 mm -hmm. that being scared to be human yep. because you think you're better than that. Mm -hmm. It's it, and all that shit is, 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 it's false. It's a false like sense of, it's a false state of mind because correct. it's something that people are consuming in, in their media, dude. Like growing up, like all of, a lot of us were raised off TV and music. No, you're right about you know that. what I'm saying? So 
you're looking at this fake person that's a celebrity that's not real. They're basically like the kings and queens of modern day society. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, they, they rock the jewels. They got the big houses. They live the big lavish lifestyle. Huh. And everybody else got to go to work or figure it out in the streets. Wow, great point. And well, that's the- how that's how poor people look at it. That's 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 like coming from my experience. That's how you grow up. When you don't have shit, that's how you look at it. And you look at this uh, guy, eh? this famous rapper or whoever it is, and you look at him and you don't realize, dude, some record label told that guy what to wear and how to look and how to talk. That's right. In order to sell records to a certain demographic right. of people that's going to buy enough to make you rich this summer. And that makes you know, that individual live. So that person's living the label's truth. <laughs> they're 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 live they're living a false narrative. There you go. Yep. And what you just you know here people was about people look at it like especially with social media, people look at it like, oh man, Billy took ten vacation days and went to Hawaii with his wife. I can't do that, but I'm not gonna let people know that I that I'm that I'm fucking feeling bad about it or that I can't. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then you're gonna yeah. make a decision. Like spending some money to try to compete that's going to put you in a position that's going to be hard to get out of. Yeah, we call that self-destruction as well. People all, what you touched on a little bit ago, and by the way, thank you for making great points. When you said that I'm going to pick that one thing and I'm going to go do that knowing that I shouldn't do it. I call that self-destruction, definitely. And I've been there too. I've it's like I, an impulse. It's like you've been ignoring that dude all week, but then something pisses you off, and you're like, I'm going to call this guy and give him some of my energy. I'm going to give yep. this negative situation some negative energy because yep. that's how I'm fucking feeling right now. And in my case, what I used to do, i go get a drink. That's go, where it starts right dude, there. i get a drink, get a bag of blow, and I was out of there. And here's the trip. I'm mad at something that I did to myself. So what sense does it make for me to go get pissed off, say F it, go to the store, give me a four pack of Sutter Home, two little personal shots of Smirnoff and a bag of blow. That makes no sense, but that is that self-destruction. That's what and then it turn and then and then ten minutes later you're not even the same person. Not so at you're, all. Not even you're not going to be able. You're not going to be able to make that decision that you could have made if you mm-hmm. if, if you know what I'm saying. You're not going to be able to get yourself out of that situation, especially if you're under the influence. You're already under the influence of all the negative pressure in your life, making you feel sad. And then you don't want to admit you're vulnerable, and that's why you go do the blow and the alcohol because it gives yep. you a false sense of bravado. Exactly. And my goodness. And then you got to come to. Right. And and by the way, that would take at least, you know, uh, I'd be on a bender at that point. So we're talking about two, three days. By the next time you saw me. Yeah, it was three days later. And yeah, life is a it's a whole new narrative. And now you're having to. And this is where I would get frustrated. And you tell me if you agree with this, Jay. I would get frustrated because now. I have to start all over with myself. That's, That's how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. It feels like it feels like. Uh, yeah, dude. It feels like you that whatever you were building, it feels like you gotta just start over. All over again. And that's just see. That's what I'm saying. That's not even completely true. That's it's cr- just how, that's it how it makes it feel. You feel. 
It's because it takes all your, all your, all the, all the chemicals in your brain. It takes that shit away. Two, three days. It's gonna take you two, three weeks to recoup that shit. And that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be feeling like myself for at least two or three weeks. And this, in, in, in mind, everybody, I was working out the entire time. Yeah, I know somebody like that. I was guess going what, through, man? He's he's doing bad right now. Dude, I'm telling you, I was running right into a heart attack. I didn't know that then. I thought, oh, see, man. my mindset was, as long as I'm working out, I could party. But when, the, but what people don't know about me is, when the partying stopped, I started medicating. See, my addiction got far beyond the because the party was the party, right? It was a part of the whole scenery, like it was a part of the entourage, like. You get up, you get ready. I call the D-boy. I get my party packed together. Then I'm off to wherever we're going, whether that be out of town, a club, or what have you. And then after the partying stopped, I still wanted to feel like I was feeling when I was at the party. Now I'm medicating. Now things are getting bad. Now my spending habits are getting worse. I'm blowing money, literally blowing money, and still trying to be the best version of myself. That makes no damn sense. Yeah, because you didn't admit you was vulnerable, so you gave yourself a false sense of empowerment with the drugs. Sure did. Sure did. That's what my two, I, that's what them two songs are about. I just dropped. Let's talk about the 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 new songs because you are in a new place. You're evolving. I love what you're doing. Um, let the people know where to find the new music at. Shit, anywhere you listen to music. You can just go or you can just uh, type my name in Jason, like S I N J A Y S I N, the Sin God, and I also got a website that I keep updated all the time. It's called SinMilitia.com, and if you really want to connect with me, at the top of my website is a as a phone number. You can text SM four three two, and you'll get automatic updates about music, blogs, tour dates before it even hits the internet. That's what's up. And before you go, because we're gonna do. By Coming back for part two, right? Oh, uh, you already know. That's what's I'm up. About because... to get, I'm about to get busy. Bu- I'm about to get busy in the studio, so I'm gonna have a lot to talk about next month be- or next I'm... time. Because in March, I'm about to. I'm about to basically do like the whole month in the studio. I love you, you, dog. You you are speaking my language. That's how I like to work. I like to spend days in the studio. Real quick, touch on the forty three. If you're just now tuning in. Jason the Sin God has been on with us the entire hour. We're talking about transparency on this episode. He has been so gracious and so kind and just so transparent, man. I'm I've been looking forward to this interview. Let's just 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 give him a little bit about the 43. We'll save the, the remainder for the next for, for part two, but give him a little bit about the 43. What's the 43 about? I was I was just about to tell you, I'm about to give really give him a reason to tune back in now because. First of all, I'm not going to go too deep into what inspired it, but I met this dude, man, that uh, got me using some drugs I had never used before, some psychedelics and whatnot, and that's basically what made me choose that number, right? So I will elaborate on that on part two, but I got this, this, uh, that situation happened. I had that experience that I'll talk about later, and then I... I had it in my head, man, this number 43, 40, and then it just, I don't know, it's like I heard it, the rest of it, like the code, 43, the code, and it just like went with the whole 
Sin Militia vibe, because that's the name of my that's what my fans call themselves, the Sin Individuals, the Sin Militia. You know what I'm saying? And nice. okay. If you if you're if you if you're somebody that, that's checked out my discography, you'll see that I've always been real transparent and like expressive in my lyrics, and my fans always follow me for that reason. So I was like, man, I want to take this 43, the code thing, and I want to make like 43 things that a person can live by that will that will really keep them on that path and help them balance that sin and that God. Wow. And okay. so and so slowly but surely over the course of like two years, I would experience something in my life and boom, I would have this statement in my head. Like I talk too fucking much. And I, I and one day I was like, man, I got to really wrangle in my thoughts. And Clubhouse was able to help me with that a lot. Um, I really need to wrangle in my thoughts and like, you know, get all my ducks in a row when I'm talking to people and just prove my point and learn when to shut my mouth and also learn not to reveal so much of my plans to people because people mm -hmm. don't care. And that makes you too vulnerable with other people. You know what I'm saying? So, so when I thought of something like the number one, listen and you'll learn. Number two is don't fall in love with people more than you fall in love with your work until your goals are finished, basically. So until you're where you're, where you're at in life, you know, and I wrote down 43 things that took me two years. And now I'm about to elaborate and make chapters out of each statement and put out 43, the book. Ooh. I'm going to narrate it myself, put it on Amazon <laughs> audio. Nice. Oh yeah. I'm on chapter 11 right now. I kind of been slacking on it. Cause He's I got it. Oh yeah, man. I can't wait. I, it'll be done by the end of March. Hopefully. See, this is what and why Living Your Truth with Tavares podcast. Because you guys get to listen to a gentleman like Jason the Sin God share his story, share his experiences, and you also get to see how he turned the negative to positive into a book now and into a code that he's able to follow for himself. And now he wants to share that code with others. This is what it looks like when you are living your truth. You take what you've been blessed with. Jason is very much aware that he has everything he needs within him. He is on a constant journey of self-evolution. I know that because Jason and I talk fairly often. And even when time does pass, we will pick up right where we left off, the substance is there, the depth is there, the content is there, and we're both living our truth. And I think you said something earlier. You said even fake people know when you're not living your truth. Yeah, even because they're, I mean, especially them, because they're, especially if they're, they've been being fake for a while, they're better, better at it than you. Facts. That's Rose. Their 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 parents was fake. Their OGs was fake. Their big homies was fake. They're gonna be fake. You know they're gonna be they're gonna perfect that craft and they're gonna they're gonna call you out for it or or whatever, but they're not gonna admit their shit. You know what I'm saying? People won't. I think that's one of the things when it comes to living your truth. It's like, and, and let me know if you've experienced this. The more I feel like, the more I live my truth, uh, the less certain individuals are to live theirs. Do you think that's because 
they may be intimidated by their friend living their truth or is it because they're just maybe not interested or they're scared what do you think it is about that in my experience man it's some people man they just they just weren't they they i don't know man people are just different than other people and in my experience people in the business that i'm in in this rap business people are dumb and mm. i mean flat out dude you know what i'm saying like i mm-hmm. know people that got way more bread that come from a better place that are intelligent that want to go try to look like me and spend all their money on trying to be a rapper when they suck and they're not even living their truth and they could invest in a real business and it would cause them a less a lot less heartache and a lot less bullshit and they would make more money and they'd be successful so in my experience me living my truth has made people jealous of me that want to be just like me like mm-hmm. literally like mm-hmm. i know people i know people that try to copy the look literally the dreads they try to dye their hair the same color as me they fucking they just they 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 notice how i how i pose in my pictures on instagram yeah. and they try to do that Wow. You know what I'm saying? They, they 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 notice how I talk about how I talk about the the pimp shit and I got lots of game, but they ain't never been to Oakland, so they can't mimic it because I really got it ain't what's on you, it's what's in you. So you can try to look mm-hmm. like me, but at the end of the day, you're just a goofy ass white boy. <laughs> Yo, man, Jason the Sin got us in the building. My last question for you, my brother, and you know, thank you just for being here today because it is truly an honor. It really is. I like, look, I like humanizing not only our conversation and the show, but I like the humanization of you and myself, but more you because this is your space right now. And I just want to say thank you because I think a lot of the times we are judged simply on how we look and people really don't get an opportunity to get to know us. Um, they pass judgment and they move on. And many times, you know, if you took the time, you just may find some gems, right? Like they just may be hip to something brand new. So I just want to say thank you to you for coming on to, on, on the show and being just so transparent. I think that's, it's, it just, it looks good on you. Period. It yeah, looks- I was about to say I can't. I can't help it, man. It's got me in a lot of trouble. So I'm glad that it's finally attracting people to me that appreciate it and see see me for what it is. That's what's up. My last question is, and you can answer this yes or no, or you can elaborate. Are you living your best truth? Oh, for a fact, man. It's it, it just keeps getting better. You know, when I call myself out on my own bullshit, it puts me in a position to call other people out on their bullshit. And if they're people that are, are genuinely for me, it makes them change, you know, accountability. Nice. You know, if I hold myself accountable and I'm doing good, people are like, damn, when Jay started doing the one thing, he started, he started admitting his bullshit and he got over it and he's doing way better. Not only did his music get better or this business or whatever, but this changed, this changed. He got this guy in his life. Now this is happening. He got a better car, whatever it is. Things get better when you do it, and then it makes people want to get in on that action if they're not dumb. And 
I know a lot of smart people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm living my truth right now, and it just keeps getting better and better, man, because I'm around a good group of folks in my life right now, and everybody's just living their truth together and constantly growing and elevating, man. going to reach the top. That's what's up, my man. I appreciate you being on the show. Yo, is there anyone you want to give a shout-out to, say hello? Go ahead. Man, I just want to give a big shout-out First and foremost, to my to my homie right hand Rome, man, because he really decided to uh, to help me think in an innovative way. You know what I'm saying? And and mm-hmm. he knows what I'm talking about. When we went out to Detroit, and we lived in the van so we could be closer to the label and get a lot more music done at the studio. That was all his idea. He made it happen, and he did a lot of the the handyman work, man. And he nobody else really gave a shit like he did about seeing me do the things I need to do and being the person that was gonna make them happen. So big shout out to Right Hand Rome, big shout out to Arm Robbery Entertainment for giving me a chance, giving me a place to sleep when I didn't have nowhere to go and I was around a bunch of negativity and mm-hmm. just uh, being transparent with me and let uh, giving me new experiences and teaching me stuff in the studio and just totally being transparent and open about things. Um, big shout out to my girl Rachel and just all my fans, everybody in the Sim Militia. You know what I'm saying? 43 Decoder. He can't be the bro. AR to the graveyard. Visit simmilitia.com. Tell your baby's first old lady. Tell your sister. Tell your mom. <laughs> I love it. You heard it here first. I am Tavares. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I want to say thank you to our special guest today. Mr. Jason, the sin God, thank you, my brother, for your transparency. Thank you for sharing your story. We look forward to having you back for part two with Jason, the sin God. You guys are not going to want to miss this. He's going to break down 43 to code and go more into the book. And we're going to share some more. Um, Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much for just being transparent. Thank you for not being afraid of living your truth. We all understand that. Living your truth is a process. It is a real process. There are levels to this. We do not expect anyone to just jump into living their truth. We do like to think and believe that you will arrive there one day because you don't have to suffer in silence and it makes no sense to be uncomfortable in your own skin. So until next time, and in the meantime, make sure you are being the, birth, the best versions of yourself. And please continue to do all you can to live your truth. I want to thank Jason the Sin God for coming on the show today. Jason, thank you so much. I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate you having me on for sure. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Always, my brother. Everybody else, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Living Your Truth, L-I-V-I-N-U-R-Truth, or... Check us out by email, livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Living Your Truth Podcast. And we just want to say thank you to everyone who provides feedback, all of our guests. And thank you all for just being a part of such an amazing experience. You are witnessing a real evolution. Thank you, Jason. We'll talk to you soon. Everybody else, be the best version of yourself and live your truth. We'll talk to you again next week. Hello, I am Tavares from Living Your Truth with Tavares podcast. 
we would absolutely enjoy the opportunity to represent your brand. And if you're interested in advertising on our show, please email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. We absolutely thank you for taking the time to listen, and we appreciate you stopping by our show. Remember, live your truth. Have a terrific day.